You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome to the week 10 episode of the Fantastical Football Podcast. I am your host, Mike Check, And with us today is Candace. What's up? What's up? What's up? And we have Lil D. I'm sorry. No, we uh, got uh, Cam I need, here. I need you to refer to me as Cam. Superman is acceptable as well. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um... We have Cam Lildy <laughs> with us. And also we have John. What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up? All right, so if you didn't catch it, we have Lil D dressed up as Cam Newton today. And uh, we're going to have to post pictures of that because I can't figure out how to use uh, Streamlabs OBS because I'm a noob. That's right. I don't I don't know how to do that computer program. And I'm in quarantine. So whoever is traveling during this pandemic, thank you. And also, fuck you. Stay at home. I work in the travel industry, just so you know. Well, other than that, guys, how was everyone else's week? COVID free, apparently. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We have to wait on some tests. And and there, there was some exposure within this circle of friends here that we have. So <laughs> I say that like I helped spread the AIDS epidemic <laughs> or something, but that's that's, that's not, not funny. Happened. I don't know why I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there spreading that HIV. You know, I'm that's beginning to think Magic Johnson never actually had it. Uh, I don't know. They they say that where he's getting his treatments uh, over there in Paris, uh, that's what's saving his life, and not not the healthcare system here in the U.S. Wow. Um, according to South Park, it's because he sleeps on a a money bed. Oh, okay. Oh, we also have buttons. What's up, buttons? Oh my buttons gosh! Is the, and she's uh, the MVP of this week. Yes, she is. She's the only non-loser. Look at her. Look at her. Such a sweetie. Okay. All right. We need we need to move on. We need to wrap up our week 10. And we have to... Up. We have to mention, okay, this is such a low-scoring week for the majority of us. Our highest score of the week was 119.2. And that went to Glizzy Gladiators as he beat up on Whiskey in a Teacup. Candace. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You're a We're going to do everything out of order this week. Why don't we just start that? And then we'll do the news because I uh, I'm apparently distracted. So, got distracted by a cute it's dog. The Rona getting to your head. Yeah. It's it's that Rona getting to me. It's uh it's going to bring me down. So yeah, listeners, that's right. Even despite my my exposure to that Rona. I am recording this podcast for you. I feel uh, like uh, if you have the Rona, there's still plenty of uh, things that you can do while you're isolated, like doing a podcast. I think like that's a perfect pornography. You just nope, it. nope, wasn't going there. <laughs> I'm just waiting like for John's anyway, dark humor so. to kick in any moment and make a Corona. Virus yeah. Thing. I'm about to turn this COVID into an STD. 
Well, I, that, I feel like that phone conversation, that that's what it sounded like. It's like, oh, hey, um, by the way, we hung out on Sunday and uh, I've been exposed to the corona. So, wow. <laughs> that was kind of heavy. Like, I didn't know how to drop that that bombshell. And, you know, by the way, we hung out. It was a great time. I do not regret it. But I just found out that I was exposed to it like hours before hanging out. I'm out here raw dogging meth heads, and I'm going to get brought down by you, Mikey. Like I just, uh, that's just unbelievable. I mean, that's just how the world goes. That's how the, that's how the cookie crumbles, John. That's yeah, how... <laughs> it's like a monkey's paw situation. Yeah, you do one little innocent thing, and then boom, dead. Just because. I think what the listeners don't appreciate is that John made that comment with his daughter right in the background. <laughs> I, I think that's hilarious. He is listening to her iPad, so she's completely un- blissfully unaware of all this monsterness. <laughs> but don't be surprised if she goes to school once all this coronavirus ends and she starts pops off at the mouth in- innocently using the term raw dogging. Like, I was like, oh, no, that's how, that's how we cook our hot dogs. They're, they're, they're called raw dogs because they're not, you know, heated up. You know what? I just found out that hot dog companies are pre-cooking the hot dogs before um, packaging them. Before, they would give you warnings not to eat hot dogs uncooked. Well, because there were a lot of people not listening. They were like, man, these idiots. We're going to have to cook our hot dogs before packaging them. So, there's no raw dogging anymore. Oh, snap. Yeah, this is going to be great audio for the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even sure We're not even talking here, about football. Like... Well, I mean, that's how interesting this week of football was. That's <laughs> a much more interesting conversation. This is definitely a much more interesting conversation. Um, we're, uh, we even skipped over the news. I'm, I'm so happy. Let's just wrap up week 10, then we'll go into the news. Let's do it. Because I feel like Daniel did his due diligence and looked up articles for us to discuss. You and mean he Cap- got all in character. And yeah. he dressed up as Cam. Like, man. The babushka. You have to do this. He does look adorable. By the way, it, it might not be a hot night, but it's getting hotter underneath all this. It's like having yeah, a hot and, and the alcohol is helping, I'm sure. You need like a little ball of soup. Alcohol always helps. Alcohol definitely helps. <laughs> because we are not stereotyping anybody in this episode today. All right, let's get back to it. Because whiskey in a teacup, you were about to start talking about your loss. Um, you had the lowest score in the league, 56.3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not even that bad. Do you know why you scored that low? Probably because I had somebody on by. Yeah, two people on by, and you know what? But if you look at my score, which is not that much farther from you, okay, I scored sixty-seven point six points. I had zero people on by. <laughs> I had a full roster of people, and they all busted. They all well, I mean, goose egg. That's why it's any given Sunday, right? You just these that people are right. supposed to be the best of the best, and they're just putting out these low numbers. Yes, except for you because you never switched your roster. We'll go back. To I that. actually have switched my roster. I'd like to say <laughs> I have today, but I mean, you're supposed to do that Saturday. So yeah, Patrick Mahone's still starting. Yeah, Todd yeah. Gurley. They were both on their bye weeks. Yes. Um. Then yeah, Devin Singletary. But it's not like I left any really points performed. on the bench, though. Mm, no, no. I mean, no, she she just hit you across the face with that comment. Oh, she really did. She broadsided me. Yeah, just saying. It's not like I had a lot going on there, dude. Like I still would have had a low score. I I still would have lost. It's just that's yeah. my year. It's twenty twenty, dude. It's the twenty twenty of it all. <laughs> twenty twenty sure is sucking. But let's see. You did leave the uh, Vikings defense 
on the bench, and I don't think anyone saw the Vikings uh, performing that well on Monday night, but they did. Go figure. That was it. That was it. Now, I, on the other hand, in my loss, I lost to the UMC boys, uh, who's looking like a genius right now. Um, C boys beat me 101.3 to my 67.6. I left Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool, and DeAndre Swift on the bench, and they, all three of them, would have scored me over 80 points. So that was a lot of points on the bench. Chris Godwin also um, had about 15 points on the bench, and he would have done better than Travis Fulgham for me. We'll go into that. That's a big bust. Uh, Who else? Uh, And the Miami Dolphins defense. They would have scored me uh, eight points as opposed to negative four points. Uh, I was supposed to switch those out before Saturday but I, I forgot <laughs> like so what um, you're saying is you actually scored more points on your bench than you did on your actual team I I want to say so yeah let me see talking about me and me not moving my stuff around yeah <laughs> well see I at least had a full roster <laughs> But yeah, my bench total was 99.7 as opposed to my actual total, 67.6. I'm disgusted. That looks uglier than any style I could have put on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. So we have the Gotham Knights traveling over to visit the Yuma DM boys. And the Yuma Dem boys pulled off an upset over the number one seeded Gotham Knights. Uh, do you want to talk about that one? Because that one, oof, that one seems harsh, Cam. Well, I'm going to blame this loss on uh, Antonio Brown, who was uh, <laughs> not what I wanted him to be. Um, but I think all around, I just. But uh, no, there was there was little I could have done. Um, I think I left a couple points on the bench, but it wasn't anything too ridiculous. I actually didn't even bother to do the math. I just figured, you know what? Mm-hmm. I I didn't score enough. Plain and simple. Yeah, you uh, you'd left Tom Brady on the bench. He would have scored you thirty one point eight, as opposed to twenty. But I mean, eh, it's not that much. But when you're talking about a small difference, uh, I mean. Dem boys only beat you by nine point seven, so there's there's a difference there. Uh, Adam Thielen also left on your bench. Um, but yeah, you know what probably hurt you the most was Nick Chubb. Oh my God, Leia, don't even remind me about that last play. <laughs> you picked up the Chubb. He did. He mentioned that last week, but you were you weren't here last week, huh? No, you were. No, you I were. wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I, was, I couldn't hear everything you guys were talking about, though. That's okay. Yeah, he mentioned that um, since you dropped Nick Chubb, he picked him up. How'd that so work out only, for you, dude? It only makes sense that Daniel would eventually have my Chubb. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, no, actually, he, I mean, even though he decided not to score a touchdown at, right at the end when he could have, he still did pretty decent. But, uh, I mean, you know, Brady obviously would have won me the week probably, but with Justin Herbert playing the way he has been, I just just didn't want to uh, sit him. Yeah. Plus, Tom Brady really struggled the week before, so it was kind of like, you know, who do I put in? I would have went with Herbert as well, especially against Miami. Who would have thunk? All right. After that, we had Quanway or another visiting the Phantom player, and the Phantom won that one. Um, Ghost Valley Phantoms has now tied with the Gotham Knights at a record of seven and three. Both those two teams are sitting at the number one spots. And lastly, for week 10, you had the Super Cami team visiting the Tiger Eggplants. Uh, for eggplant bowl number two. 
And John, you were the big winner again, beating him uh, 111.3, so it was 85.2. What are your yeah. thoughts? I thought that uh, I, I thought it could be close, but I felt I, I had a good feeling about it. I thought I was going to come out on top, uh, Giggity. And uh, this whole situation <laughs> makes me wonder why we didn't actually agree on a bet. Because, I mean, just look at it. it feels like it would have been in the bag. Right on. I mean, I did try to suggest the last minute, like, hey, uh, you want to have a little something here? But he didn't want to go for it, unfortunately, because I think he saw the writing on the wall that this is not going to go well for him. So it was just too much of a risk to take at that point. And you know what? I appreciate Cammy's efforts in, um, in trying to mess with his roster. I see that he emptied out his flex position and left it empty. <laughs> so... I mean, that was a big fat zero for him. Uh, but I don't think that would have made too much of a difference. His flex player would have made, would have had to have made more than 30 points just to uh, make it a close game for you guys. And um, he didn't have another 30-point uh, player on his bench. So wouldn't have made a difference. So that was a good win. All right. So that was week 10 in a nutshell. Uh, what do we have for the news? Well, there was one interesting news article on a certain uh, NFL player that I'll give you three guesses who might have made the news. Oh, uh, three guesses. Odell Beckham Jr.? No. <laughs> okay, because he, he had a good article early on in the season. Yes, he did. Unfortunately, with him being sidelined with an what ACL tear, he's going to have to uh, leave all the news to other more exciting wide receivers. Exciting quotations, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> if I'm finding some points, it's, it's not happening. But the article in question that I saw was about a certain Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. What the heck is he up to now? Woo. Apparently, the same old things, not farting on people, as I'm sure Candace might have thought. Uh, but apparently, before he joined the Buccaneers, I want to say, I don't know how long ago this was, um, but the art, the news barely came out today that he had an altercation with the security guard of where he's living in uh, Florida, I think, or Miami, some secluded or some private, you know, community, uh, where I guess, you know, it's... I'm sure he's in a place where they have security and they don't let people in. And so the security guard uh, told him, hey, uh, you have somebody here, but you got to come and, you know, let them in yourself. I can't let them in or something. And Antonio Brown, being who he is, was kind of upset that he had to go all the way to the gate to let his um, friend, whoever it was, in. And he took it out on a security camera, um, didn't hit the security guard. But, um, yeah, the, the, the security camera of whatever, whatever was there uh, took the brunt of his uh, uh, anger at the fact that he had to go all the way to the gate to let his uh, friend in. And I think the only funny part of this story is that I think they talked to, like, the uh, property manager or something, uh, you know, trying to get a follow-up, like, hey, we heard about this, well, you know, can you tell, can you make a statement on this? and Apparently, the uh, property manager is a uh, big Tampa Bay fan because instead of like saying anything negative about Antonio Brown, he's like, well, no, he's been a model, mm, you know, mm. citizen. There's nothing to it. You know, he paid back, you know, the money for what, you know, whatever equipment he might have damaged. And you know what? We got to thank him for his work against, you know, Carolina. So no, no problem. Wow. <laughs> because they had to speak Carolina Panthers. They beat the tar out of them, so <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is almost typical Antonio Brown news. Like he has thrown tantrums in the past before, um in in his other Florida condo, uh he was throwing stuff from his balcony, almost hitting residents of that condominium at their pool. Um so he definitely is known for his temper tantrums. Uh, definitely very well known for uh, destroying property. Um, 
especially not of his own. Right. And he's also allegedly exposed himself to women um, against their wishes. So, yeah. Yeah. He's alleged to have done a little bit more than just exposing himself, but, you know, allegedly Alleged. for now, I yeah. guess. And that's still under investigation. So now, you know, what with the NFL hearing of this news, um, they did not know about this prior to his reinstatement into the NFL. So now that's got to go back into review. Uh, so it has huge implications for anyone who has him on their fantasy team, which I believe you do, right? Yeah, I decided to take a chance on him, but uh, really? he's going on my bench until he does something. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to have to follow the news on that one. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to another Antonio Brown you know, news segment next week. That's fun stuff. And speaking of segments, I have one for you guys. Literally just one little trivial quiz, whatever. Um, I'm going to give you guys each one guess to get it right. Or, you know, if you don't get it right or wrong, that's okay. So we'll just go from bottom to or top to bottom. Candace starting with you, then it's Daniel. Oh, I'm sorry, Cam. And then it's John. All right, so the question is, this NFL team costs a lot of betters some money when they decided not to go for points late in the game. Oh. I remember them hmm. talking about this on the news the <laughs> that I was watching. Was it the Buccaneers? Was it the Buccaneers? Mm. No, it's not the, no, no, it's not the Buccaneers. No, that's not All right. All right. So, Lil D, do you have a guess? I, I'm going to have to take a random guess because I, I have no idea. But I'm assuming it might have been a blowout. So, I'm trying to remember the score from this weekend. I can't even remember the blowout, but I know that... The Rams beat the uh, Seahawks, I want to say. So I'll go with the Rams. Okay. And, John, the question was, this NFL team costs a lot of uh, NFL bettors some money uh, when they decided not to go for points late in the game. Um, I'm going to say the Giants. The Giants. Can I change my answer? No, you get one guess. Okay, what what is your guess? I was going to just switch it to Green Bay. Green Bay? Okay. 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 Right. I'm done. So the, the answer is, and this is actually a trick question, because there were two NFL teams this Sunday that decided not to go for points late in the game, and it cost NFL bettors money uh, because it meant that they did not get their point spread that they betted on. Uh, the first one was Nick Chubbs. Uh, running out at the one-yard line instead of running into the end zone. And then the other one was late Sunday night when Arizona Cardinals, after receiving a miraculous touchdown from a Hail Mary pass, decided not to kick the extra point. So for whatever reason... (laughs) It's because our kicker is not always a for-sure thing, dude. He's not always a for-sure thing. It's, It's pathetic. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, come to find out, um, I, I thought that was a weird one too. I was like, why would they, why would they kneel, <laughs> do a quarterback kneel instead of kick a field goal? Uh, they were worried the extra point attempt could have been blocked and run back for two points, and that would have tied the game and brought it to overtime. Well, so that's happened wanted- to us before. <laughs> They're actually a decent team. I I was surprised at their record uh, coming into that game, thinking to myself, like, how have they lost that many games? Um, I know for sure that they should not have lost the one against the Seahawks. I felt like that game was one that they could have won. But there were some bad calls made late in that ball game. So 
It is what it is. You live, you learn. But this one was a good win for them. So I'm really happy because they beat a really good team in the Bills. Um, <laughs> and I guess they just wanted to solidify that victory by keeping it a two-point spread. But bettors on that game were betting on a three-point spread because that was how much Arizona was favored to win by. And they almost had that precise point spread. And if it was if it wasn't for that, they would have won a lot of money. But they didn't. They didn't even get their money back. They lost it. And this is why you don't bet on sports, people. Even though we play fantasy football. But this is why you don't bet on sports. <laughs> we have challenges. We don't have bets. We have challenges. We have challenges, right. This is this is one of those leagues where you don't necessarily want to win. You don't get re- rewarded for winning. You just don't want to lose. So <laughs> that is just Next how year, we I challenge you all to a buy-in. Actually, a buy-in was proposed um, last year, too. So we'll see. Always say, I always say it. We'll we just like to torture see. each other. That's right. All right, so the the other one was the Cleveland Browns beating the Houston Texans, and this one was Nick Chubb running it in almost for a what a fifty yard plus touchdown. I mean, in garbage time, in late in the game, and he was instructed not to score, <laughs> so he ran out at the one yard line, costing Cam over here some points on his fantasy football team. And it costs betters on the Cleveland game. Some money. I'm not even sure if he was instructed not to score a touchdown because at that point where they were at, they weren't even close to a touchdown. He just had a really good run. And I think he just knew that, you know what? In order for my team to for sure win, I can't score and give the ball back. So I'm just going to go out on the one-yard line and we'll waste the time and win the game for sure. Which, I mean, obviously is a smart football play. Yeah. As a fantasy team owner, it sucks not to have those extra six points. Uh, but it was still, a, I think, like you said, 50, 60-yard run, was, which is a good five or six points in the run itself. But six points would have been nicer. Absolutely. I More mean, it was, it was good for him to get the yards. right? But ultimately, at the end of the day, he's, he just wants the W. Uh, getting that W is way better than getting a touchdown and having a team score a touchdown, onside kick, and then a field goal, which is what they would have needed just to tie the game. Um, and we're talking about the Texans here. I don't think the Texans would have really been able to do all of that. But that's just that. I mean, when the teams can guarantee a win, they're going to do it. <laughs> so um, it was a good heads-up play by Nick Chubb. But there's a lot of people that are salty about that. And uh, and I enjoy it. I just I think it's funny. <laughs> so um and, and that is the news, guys. I do believe that is our news. So for next week, we have a couple things going on here. So <clears throat> we have the Quan Wei or another team visiting the Yuma Dam Boys. And then you have the Tiger Eggplants visiting the Rebel Alliance. So that should be an uh, interesting game at uh, John's record of. Wait a second. <laughs> John, you're at a record of seven and three. So you're also tied for number one. Wait, good, what? Good for you. Yeah, I know, John's right? Tied. Like that doesn't sound right, but it's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> yep. Because you don't have your Oracle this year. No, he's playing against the Oracle, and he's right up there with the Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, it's going to separate the boys from the men. Yeah. Or it could so, just be boys to men. The last time we had met up, you stomped the crap out of me, 161 to my 116. So I am hoping for some payback. We shall see with all of the remaining players that are still like not concussed or otherwise <laughs> yeah. indisposed. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's whittling down. 
Yeah, well, I'm hoping Kyler Murray doesn't have a big game against the Seahawks, but it he's probably going to ball out. Not going to lie. With those highly contested games, he usually does really well. So, Dude, did you not see the Hail Mary that got thrown? I mean, come on. Yeah, we, we were just talking about that. It was a great I know, I know. game. I'm just saying, I, I, yeah. Yeah. John might have it in the bag just because he has Kyler Murray. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, then you have the UMC boys visiting the whiskey and a teacup. Um, so Candace, you're going to have to pull out a victory. Uh, looks like you have one player that's going to be on bye next week. So switch them out. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll switch them. Um, and then you have the Tempe Super Cami team visiting the Gotham Knights. This is it. This is where Big D can get his Big D back. Or, I'm sorry, Lil D can get his Big D back. None, none of that makes sense. Never mind. It's going to shut up now. Cam, do you have anything to add to that? All I know is my name might be Little D, but uh, I know what I'm packing, and I know what I'm bringing to the table. So <laughs> oh. I'm going to let all my talking be on the field, and I will make sure that uh, this time I come out victorious. Should we tell Big D that he's got an empty flex position, or do you just want to you, you just want to see if he sees, and if he doesn't, that's all of his fault. I think I've been nice enough. I gave him some tips of how to fix his team, and uh, it's been about two, three weeks since mm-hmm. then. And I think he figured out how to take people out of his lineup, but I guess he's still trying to figure out how to put people into his lineups. So I think he has all the help he uh, needs already. And uh, <laughs> fantasy football is a uh, rough sport. So good luck yeah. to him. It really is. I mean, we, we've we done our due diligence. We, we've, we've showed him a thing or two. So maybe he's just distracted. And if he is, it's his fault. Now, if he is distracted and he ends up winning anyways, that that's even more humiliating. So I'm just saying. You don't want to lose this one. No, but I do have to come up with a good bet. Um, well, I think, I, I think uh, at this one, point, you're going to have only... to get your name back, but yeah. Yeah. Well, know. the thing is, if I get my name back, it's only for a couple of weeks. So maybe I can uh, torture him at least for a couple more weeks with something <laughs> even better than the name. I'll have to think about this one. Yeah. All right. And finally, Glizzy Gladiators visiting the Phantom Player. All right, but we did mention it earlier. Um, We have three teams tied up at the number one spot. Um, That is the... Pardon me. That's the Gotham Knights. That's the Tiger Eggplants. And the Ghost Valley Phantoms are all tied at the record of seven and three. Quanway is in possession of second place at a record of a six and four. And in third place, there's a three-way tie between the Glizzy Gladiators, the Rebel Alliance of American Football, and Tempe Super Cami team. And fourth place, there's a two-way tie between the Yuma Sea Boys and the Yuma Dam Boys. And Candace. Uh, you are in sole possession of last place again. Yay, me. <laughs> managed to find your way. Um, but you are playing against the Yuma Sea Boys. Um, so if you beat him next week, you, you tie your records up and uh, there will at least be another two way tie. Um, right. As far as points go, Candace, you are in last place as well for. That's all right. Um, I can handle it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Besides that, we still don't know how we're going to do a Geeko shaming. So this might be the year to lose, Candace. <laughs> is it the year to lose? It's 2020. If I was going to lose, <laughs> 2020. <laughs> might be the year you want to lose it all. And then, the of course, next year. I say if yeah. you lose, you just do a socially distant ice bucket challenge. What? Why would you even say that? 
does. It supports Alzheimer's or something. Wait, what does it support? You don't even know what it supports, dude. You don't even it's, know it, what it supports. It yeah. does, it does some kind of support, good somewhere. No. It's beneficial. It had like Stephen Hawking or something. I don't oh know my gosh. If you don't know what it supports, then no. <laughs> it supports his fantasy of seeing you in a white shirt all wet. It's not happening. I'll I'm just saying. I could with ice water. So. I will wear a Geek Elite shirt. <laughs> a Geek Elite shirt. Very well. Yeah. I have one in gray and one in black. So, oh, you got a black one? You got a black one too. We all got a black one for Christmas. Yeah, it's the the one with the like almost Stonehenge looking. It look and it looks like a concert on the back. Yeah, it looks like Metallica or something. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, you're right. I do have that one somewhere. I know you have. Uh, We need to get we need to get one of those shirts for a little D for for representing the fantastical football podcast. Well, I was going to say Little D but should yeah. get on this year because he's a part of the, the Yeah, the he's podcast. a co-host of all this fun. Are you excited? You get a t-shirt, dude. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> I'll be representing. <laughs> I, I can tell. Um, but uh, but you know what? Maybe you might have to model it for me first, Candice. Oh, uh, okay. After you do I the ice bucket challenge. Get her uh, maybe a medium size, small, I don't know. Nope. I just need yep. to see it on somebody first before I quit. What happened to the what happened to the the cowboy? No, what was it? It wasn't cowboys. The 49ers. Yeah, cowboys. whatever happened to that? I thought that was supposed to come back out for some reason. <laughs> I have it. I have it somewhere, yeah. Oh no, that was if you lost the ball game to me, John. Um be but it. you won. And that's why I had to do the photo shoot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you lost, you would have had to pose with her 49ers eye patch. That's right. Okay, I remember that yeah. now. I don't pay very good attention to these things. <laughs> That's okay. That's why you have us. You know, to, That's right. Yeah, tell me what's going the, on. To carry the team, essentially. So Very well. Um, very well. Wait, who's going up against John this week? Uh, I am. You really so need to bet uh john something and to turn the screw so to speak you know you should challenge john to a modeling contest just you know some skimpy (laughs) shorts so zoolander style like there you go i already did the skimpy short challenge with the yeah the borat mankini I there you that. go, the Borat Mankini. Let's um, let's recreate the scene where uh, he gets chased through a hotel. <laughs> in the first oh, Borat man. movie, not the. Not at the uh, yeah, we should do that at the Hilton here in town, huh? <laughs> wait till people do like a socially distant conference and just bust that conference. Hilton and Brothers Landscaping. <laughs> Total landscape. The the Hilton Brothers. Total landscaping press Wait, conference. Wait, what was that from? That sounds familiar. Oh yeah, the horrible mess that that thing was. Yeah, I, I had to look up why that was trending. By the way, and ever yeah, since I found out, I was, I was laughing. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. The Four Seasons oh. Total Landscaping, Candace. You got to look it up. I'm going to send you a I link. It was, yeah, it was it was kind of, yeah, it was a funny little thing. It, it's um, so dumb though. It really was dumb to be honest. It really was. Um, <laughs> like ridiculous. But you guys it's are all laughing. Pretty stupid. Like it, it's that... one of those things that's hard to describe. You just kinda <laughs> have to see it. It's because you can't write better comedy. This happened in real life. It's not from the onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like you could just smell the sadness in the air. Absolutely, <laughs> it was uh, it was so funny. And Candace, you look super like like you want to know. I do want to know. I I feel very I feel very left out right now. All right, so we'll we'll just tell her. Yeah, should we? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. I thought you said that you just had to watch it. Well, you it, you'll probably need like to watch episode. it in the, anyways. Exactly. Um, one of the reasons why we didn't have an episode in week nine was because, you know, the election night and everything like that. And we do our recordings on a Tuesday night. So 
turns out that waiting was in vain. We didn't figure out the winner of that election until Saturday. And as a result, the Trump team decided to hold a press conference where they were traveling in uh, Philadelphia somewhere. Right? Philadelphia? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, they were still campaigning. They were they were in Pennsylvania. Let's just say Pennsylvania, whatever. And it was Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's job to get that set up, from what I heard. They will never confirm this, but that's what I've read. And uh, Trump tweeted out that he's going to hold a press conference at the Four Seasons Hotel Philadelphia. in Philadelphia. Um, the general manager of Four Seasons in Philadelphia was like, what? No. No, you're not. You did not confirm this with us. And then Trump deleted that tweet. As it turns out, the Four Seasons in Philadelphia that was booked up was actually a landscaping company called Four Seasons Total Landscaping Philadelphia, where they had to do that press conference anyways. All right. So I don't know if you watched that press conference, but for whatever reason, Trump held his press conference right in front of a garage because that's somehow where they made the mistake of booking. I mean, it said four seasons in the, you know, in the the title. They just they didn't check uh, exactly what it was. Yeah. But it, mean, it, it just looked so sad. City. Everybody there was just like. <laughs> they were just sucking it up like, uh, well, this is our life now. Yeah, you should see the photo of the um, the crowd and that press conference and it's zoomed out. So you see more of the garage and it's actually one of those overhead doors with the uh, individual slats that rolls up one of those garages. Uh, and it, it's just super funny. Like, I can't believe that that actually happened in real life and and that they were just like well fuck it we booked it so we're gonna use that space well i think they did it on purpose because i think they were planning ahead after the news conference they were gonna go to the adult store that was conveniently located right next to them so i think you know they were just trying to kill two birds with one stone that's true (laughs) right next to the four season soil landscaping is an adult store you know what it reminded me of? It looked like that episode of The Office where they go roller skating at the like roller der- or the roller rink, and then there's a like an adult not not adult store like a strip joint right next to it, <laughs> and just the way that they're juxtaposed to each other was like <laughs> it was like comedy comedy moment timing for that. It was perfect. I was gonna say it it would be like uh, an episode of Veep. Or something, you know, like they have that comedy show on HBO. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're just like, complete shit show. Exactly, exactly. But somehow they make it work, right? And that's exactly what happened. But this is real life, people. Like shit's not supposed to happen like that in real life, which is the glory of it all. Um, it happens. <laughs> it sure does. I guess it happens. But. Here's the thing. He only employs the best people. So for whatever reason, that happened. And I, I'm so happy. I, it just makes my day. If I ever need a smile of, like on my face, I'll think of that moment. Because it's glorious. What isn't glorious, guys, is the performance of a few players from last week. And... Because I had one of the lowest scoring teams in the league, a few of my players are on this list. Starting with Emmanuel Sanders, <clears throat> wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. He only scored one and a half points when he was projected at nine and a half. I thought that he was going to have a way better game because they blew out the Tampa Bay Bucks. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to hit a hot streak in this game. Watch. Just watch. And he didn't like he's on such a cold streak. I think I might, I might put him back on waivers. Who knows? So there you go, Cam. If you, uh, if you want Emmanuel Sanders, I might put him back on waivers. 
I think I'm going to do a hard pass on that. The way I should be passing the ball more frequently. Dang. Exactly, Cam. Exactly. And then you have Travis Fulgham next up, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. We were just talking about Philly. Uh, he scored 1.8 points out of his projected 14.5 points. I was actually, actually depending on those points to come in uh, because I thought, I thought Philadelphia was coming into form, right? They're number one in the NFC East the absolute crap show that that division is. And they were facing off against the New York freaking Giants. And the Giants pulled that one off. They won, and they beat the number one team in their division. Whatever. It, that that entire division can go straight to hell. I, I hate them. I can tell, Mikey, that you're really upset about that. No, I, I am. All right. And it's not just that. It's the Dallas Cowboys, too, who I think are tied for last place in that division because there are now three teams out of four in that division that are at a record of two and six or something like that. Two and seven. I don't don't even know anymore. I lost count because there's just too many L's on that win loss column. So I'm like, whatever. They. Yeah. That division is terrible. 2020, not a good year for the NFC East. And I honestly, I mean, they were I think also that's the, the... That's the quote of the year. 2020 hasn't been great for anyone. It's been great for me on a personal level, right? There's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Jared Cook, tight end for the Yuma Dem Boys. Scored zero points. He was projected at 8.4 points, uh, but for the damn boys, big fat zero. Uh, I looked into it. I wanted to see if he was injured or, or what happened, but they threw him the ball a couple of times and he didn't catch a single one. Uh, next up was Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, tight end. For the Yuma C boys, also scored zero points, but he was scheduled, he was projected at 9.7. Uh, so it was a little bit better. Again, a couple passes thrown his way. He didn't catch him. And then lastly, Jay Sternberger. This is our dishonorable mention, by the way. Jay Sternberger, also a tight end for the Cami Super whatever team, scored zero points. He was only projected at three. Because he's not the starting tight end. So good job, Cammy. Um he caught one pass that entire game. And it was for zero yards. <laughs> so that's why he had a big fat zero out of a projected three points. And that is the biggest bust. And I forgot to ask Candace, did you pick a butt today? No, I didn't. I forgot to pick a butt. Or shame. You know what? You know what? For the Arizona Cardinals, I think we're going to have to stick with Kyler Murray and this is a shared butt, D Hop. Oh, yeah. Because he D hopped over three defenders and caught the game winning touchdown from a Hail Mary pass from Kyler Murray in the dying seconds of that game. I think there was like seven seconds on the clock. Yeah, uh, before that snap. So good win for the Arizona Cardinals. And I, I think that we have too many Arizona Cardinals as our biggest butts of the week. So we're going to have to diversify. Well, it's because they're an awesome team and they're having an amazing <laughs> year. So, you know. Yeah, Kyler Murray's just killing it for me every week. Okay. Dude, and if you think about it, Josh Norman was the biggest bust for two weeks in a row. I want to say maybe three weeks because. That guy got stiff-armed to hell and back. We could have said Nick Chubb this week because there was a lot of views of Nick Chubb's butt running all the way down the sideline and out at the one-yard line on purpose. Yeah, we will we'll not we will not feature that butt because it, it could be more than what we got. Because <laughs> Cam is not feeling happy 
about that one. He doesn't look, and he looks extra unhappy in his little outfit. Oh, but it's a good outfit. I, I, I just like a babushka. <laughs> like a babushka. You just need some soup. We love babushka. No soup for you. That's right. I, I pulled that reference. You pulled out of, out of Seinfeld. All right. <clears throat> I tell you what, though. Listeners, if you have a biggest butt of the week for us to feature, just let us know. You could reach me on Twitter at MikeCheck917. That's M-I-C-C-Z-E-C-H 917 because I want to be dead. And Candace and Buttons. Candace and Buttons. You can find me on Twitter at Candace underscore Gist. And Lil D, where can people tweet at you at? Well, if you want to reach my alter ego, you can catch me playing every Sunday, running for touchdowns uh, with the uh, instead of uh, passing Patriots. <laughs> but uh, if you just want to see me, my regular me, you can tweet at me at djuarez03 on Twitter. And lastly, John, where can people tweet at you at? If you want to tweet at me, you totally can. I'm on Twitter at Magic Bollocks. Uh, you can also find me on Tinder, Bumble, Grinder, and Fling if you want to go in that direction as well. And Grinder. Why hey, am I limit myself? I mean, hey, you know, straight people limit themselves to half the population. Like, you got to throw a big net. Huh. Well, all right. Well, let's see if that works out for you. I- I'm very, very happy for you, John. Very good. Way to put yourself out there, man. That's right. As opposed to myself, I'm not. And I feel like I should be. Yeah, I should be. I lost 100 pounds, damn it. I need to be celebrating this. Yes. Yeah. All right. And the rest of us can be reached at Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media on Twitter. At Geek Elite Media on Instagram as well. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website geekelitemedia.com also check out our patreon page for more exclusive material you can only get on patreon and whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network but until next week this is the fantastical football podcast saying always remember to Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.